looks looks like uh, looks like we got Meta. All right, uh, Meta, thank you for joining the show. This is uh, the Sliwa Show. I, I appreciate you taking the time. I want to make sure that I pronounce the new name uh, properly. Meta Sandiford Artest. Am I am I pronouncing it the right way? Well, I, I, I'm still going by Meta World Peace, but legally my name is uh, that uh, Meta Sandiford Artest. That's the correct way. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, how are you doing? Thank you, uh, thank you for joining the show. By the way, give us a uh, give us a little update on life. How, how is your how's your day to day going? How how are you doing uh, just in general? Yeah, everything is great, man. You know, it's just um, obviously getting over the quarantine that has been a big focus, and just figuring out how we're going to get back into the society. I feel like things are going to be a little bit different off the bat. But other than that, things as well. I'm happy that people are trying to get sports back on. I miss sports on TV. You know, Meta, actually, that that's since you retired, um, were you one? Were, were you watching a lot of basketball, or did you get away? Did you kind of say, you know what, I, I I've done this for so long. It's kind of nice to also get away from the game. How how have you uh, been consuming basketball? Yeah. yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really, I'm a fan. I really, I love basketball. It's just, and it's really cool seeing, you know, players, up and coming stars, you know, and different things like that. And to see the type, the style, you know, how Giannis plays and how, mm. you know, Jamal Crawford is still playing. I, I just really enjoy the, the games and, you know, the regular season is all for home court advantage. Mm. You know, it's just stuff like that. It's just amazing. Meta, who uh, are there? Some players I know you named off Giannis right there, but who are some of the younger players that you admire watching that you feel like, man, this guy's got a ton of potential, or you just enjoy kicking back and saying, this guy understands the game. Uh, are there some players that jump into mind? Maybe some of the younger players in the league right now. Yeah, well, well I think um, some of the players that I like, I'm kind of into the Lakers because it's. Uh, Historic time right now, being LeBron career is almost over. Anthony Davis doesn't have a title. So, you know, I'm, I'm really into that right now. And then in terms of the other players, Kawhi Lin is really is just really impressive, um, which is really cool to see. You know, and, and uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm into the future. I think it's great. I think there's a lot of basketball being played. The sport is bigger than ever right now. Mm-hmm. So there's just so much great things going on in basketball. Meta, you mentioned uh, Anthony Davis. What do you expect from AD? 26 years old, probably was on pace to win Defensive Player of the Year this year. Um, you know, obviously he's got an incredible, incredible future. But from a playoff perspective, this would have been his best chance to compete for an NBA championship. Uh, what, what do you, what do you, when you look at Anthony Davis, where do you expect to see him over the next five years or so? Um, I think. Um... I think over the next five years, um, entering Hall of Fame status, he's, I didn't realize how good he was and smart and, you know, because when, when I was playing, I was just more wanting to practice myself. I, hadn't, I didn't pay a lot of attention. It, he's just really good. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I didn't realize he was that good. He's so good. So, sky's the limit, Definitely. If uh, if Matt, if we get that, you know, if we're fortunate enough to get basketball back, um, and they get a chance to kind of close out this season, 
what do you think of is there a team that you would say is your favorite to win it all if they do come back and I know um, there's been a lot of conversation you know Clippers Lakers and, and the Milwaukee Bucks both were all three of these teams were having incredible seasons did you think one of those three teams had an edge over the other or do you think it's really just kind of a toss-up I just gave it to the Lakers because they have the experience. Um, I felt like if Giannis was to get to the finals, I felt like it would be his first time. So mm-hmm. not everyone wins on their first time to the finals, especially like great players. You know, so I think that's why I gave the edge to the Lakers. Um, joined by uh, Meta World Peace um, on 710 ESPN. Um, Meta, it, it's... It was a great five weeks of getting a chance to watch this Last Dance documentary. Um, was it one of those must-see things for you? Every Sunday night you were sitting down for two hours and getting a chance to kind of watch that, that run of the Chicago Bulls. Did you spend a lot of time on the uh, documentary? The, the Last Dance is amazing. Yeah. You know, I think, um, and, and, and even more than the Last Dance, the Dennis Rodman mm-hmm. um, documentary, 30 for 30. That that's you know that's that's amazing, and then the Dennis Rodman story on the last dance, that's so impressive. Everything, everything Dennis Rodman, obviously the great Michael Jordan, it's amazing, obviously. But wow, Dennis Rodman just stands out to me. He was a rock star. He was a he was a superstar, mm-hmm. an amazing player. He's a winner. You know, He's so impressive, man. So impressive. Meta, he said something recently that I think he was talking about Pippen, um, and he said that he wished Pippen just didn't care about what people said because that was kind of the that was that was Dennis Rodman, right? He didn't care what you said, he didn't care what you thought about him. Dennis would not just go out there and and beat to his own drum, but at the same time, he delivered every time he was on the court. Some of my favorite moments he of delivered. the entire documentary was on Dennis. I mean, the, the Vegas story is hilarious where Phil is trying to tell yeah. Michael Jordan, uh, you know, we got to let this guy go to Vegas for a couple days. But it seems like Meta, at the end of the day, uh, what he needed to do on the court, he did all, he always uh, performed on the court. Always, always perform on the court. You know, and, and he was a smart player, but when you look at his story, his dad left at three years old. Mm. His, um, then he had to, he was homeless after he got kicked out. Was went to jail for working at the airport stealing watches. You know, went into, then grew up with a with a white family. It was a, a culture shock to him, which I never knew. And then left on bad terms. Um, and then you know gets to Detroit. In Detroit, you know they 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 split up, and he and people just continuously leaving out of his life. He needs somebody. He needed somebody to love and to ride the wave, and I could imagine how he feels, you know, to this day. Um, and even when he went to college, if you see the clip on his documentary when the when the, the teacher was or whoever it was trying to get into the room, that was real footage. You know, this guy, he's, he's such a warm-hearted person. His incidences that he had that was um, physical, you know, when he kicked the cameraman, you know, I felt bad for the cameraman, you know. So, I mean, of those times where, you know, like myself, I got into trouble and I did things that I felt bad for, you know, and, and, and as a fan of Dennis Rodman, you know, 
there was some things obviously he could have done different, but his personality and his color, even when he married himself, I was so amazed by that. I was Absolutely. so amazed as a kid. I was like, you know, so I can speak about this all day. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. Meta, were you a big fan of Rodman um, while he was still playing, or did your appreciation grow, you know, later on in, in your life or in your career, or or you were always a big fan even back in the days when he was playing and having success in the NBA? While while he was playing, when he got on the Bulls, I didn't watch a lot of basketball as a kid, so I, I don't even remember Rodman as a Piston. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I don't even remember who he was. Um, you know, and I just remember him as a bull. I mean, and then I'll yeah, definitely the Spurs. I remember he had the hair, um, but I wasn't really paying attention, you know, like that. But when he was on the Bulls, that's when I really started paying attention. And then when I watch him play, I'm like, wow, <laughs> Man, this guy is a hustler. And I'm like, he went in game, he went in games like that. So I started to kind of play like that. And my sophomore year in high school, if you look at my stats when I played with Shamgar Wills. You know, it was all like 20 rebounds, 15 rebounds, and like two points. You know, it was all that style. Uh, like, Rodman inspired me. Meta, what, what did you think of his connection with uh, with Phil? I thought they had, you know, just a, a, a unbelievable understanding, an unbelievable relationship. And I ask you that question because you obviously got a chance to spend time and win a championship with Phil Jackson. Um what, what do you yeah, think of yeah, their yeah. relationship? And maybe you can let us into uh, just how special Phil was as a coach. I think, you know, Phil is a really, a really centered person. And, he's, and he understands how to work with egos. He's coaching more than the game. He really cares about your, uh, you know, how you feel. You know, he's doing his job well, which is the triangle. But, you know, for him to bring meditation into it, into the you know the, the facilities, that's amazing. That's what that's a tool that people need that people don't have, you know. And you got to respect him for for bringing a you know a, a non biased you know faith you know and spirit, and, and spirit to to the game to the locker room, right? So Robin needed that because even though Robin Robin's probably not going to have dinner at his house, but. You know, when he get he when he comes into his workplace, he needed to be relaxed. Life is crazy, and and even if you know you don't, even if you're just a regular normal person, sometimes you want to be centered. So, Phil just hit it perfectly. You know, in the hole. It was a. I mean, I I I changed my name to Meta. I'm I'm in, I'm into Buddhism, and you know, I, I had my issues, and I found Buddhism, and I love it. And you know, so that's Phil Jackson for you. It's great. By the way, Matt, I, I can't tell you how much I love, like, you know, you're saying the the story when you reference Dennis Rodman and, and you say, just kind of look at the path that he took. Um, I Look, I, I don't know all your personal stories and everything else, but seeing your evolution in the game of who you are today and kind of your journey, it's it's a very, very unique journey. Um, you're, you're definitely one of those players in the league that uh, it's an amazing story. It really is. And I, I don't know how much you pay attention to that or you don't, but it, it really is a fascinating, fascinating journey. And to kind of see where you are today, it's, uh, um, I, I think a lot of people have a lot of respect for, for where you sit today. Man, thank you, man. You know, it's, uh, it's been a journey and I, and you know what? It's good. It's good. It's like, as a child, you don't know that life happens. You don't, you don't think that things happen. 
he does, man, and you find out quick when you become older. You know, and um, and then you find out quick that there's different eras and evolutions. It's like sometimes the world like almost starts over. You look at Dennis Rodman. Look at Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, look at, look at Mike Tyson, right? And that's the world for you. That's the earth, man. It just evolves. New breath, you know. Um, and it takes time, you know, for things to change in your life personally, no matter where you're at. And, and people respect that, you know, and I respect it. That's why when I see people get into issues, I'm like, you know, in the past, and I'm always quick to reach out because I'm just like, you know, this is life. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, we've seen, we've seen so many things happen. But, yeah, it's good. All positive. Meta World Peace uh, joining the Sleeve Show. Um, Meta, I, I, I'm curious, um, you know, when, when you look at your career and the success that you had with the Lakers, and obviously specifically 2010, do you look back at that championship a lot? Do you look back at that, you know, game seven moment? Do you look back at your time with Kobe? Do you look back at your time with Powell? Do you spend a lot of time reflecting? I mean, that championship meant so much to Laker fans. And obviously, you know, your shot is one of the most clutch shots in Lakers history. Do you spend time looking back and, and just kind of, wow, that what a journey that was, my time with the Lakers and, and being in one of the most important moments in Lakers history. You know, it was amazing. I'm so blessed. I don't know. Like, so I, lo- I, I want to paint my picture one day really well in, in video. But when you look at my career, man, I mean, I'm so lucky that a kid that I had a dream uh, was able to make, you know, to make his dreams come true through all the pressure and all the uncertainty and unpredictable circumstances in my neighborhood, my environment, but I did it. So, you know, when I look at um, my 23, my defensive player of the year award. Mm-hmm. So the year prior to that, I was getting a lot of flaky fouls. I was one of the bad boys in the NBA right before I got the award. So I feel like that year, if I was a good boy, like I should have been, I probably would have got that award. And then the year I got suspended, mm-hmm. that was probably going to be defensive player of the year number two. You know, I mean, and that's not to count the second All-Star game that would have been. I only been in one All-Star game. So I look at all that, and I just say, you know, that adds to your legacy. I'm trying to get into Hall of Fame. Now, but with, with two defensive player of the year awards, that probably gets you there, right? So um, and then now you fast forward to the Lakers. It's like I already messed up in between that time. You know, and then when I – the year I got defensive player of the year, I was – Number six in MVP voting, which that's not a big stat, but for me it is. That's you know, huge. For me, I'm like, oh wow, that's huge, right? So I'm like, mm-hmm. I finished number six, so I'm, I was averaging 18 points, and then the next year I come back averaging 24. I come back averaging 24, and the best, you know, uh, defensive player still in the league. Yeah, I'm like six more points. That's probably MVP, right? If, if we finish off, and that window of opportunity to get an MVP is small. It is extremely hard to get, but sometimes it can make a run. You see Westbrook, Harden, these guys making a run for it, but you got to be sustainable. These guys are great for long periods of time. I was great for a year, you know, uh, mentally. And then to to be successful in sports, it's 80% mental. You know, you got to be sharp. And and those be the difference between great players and then just solid players, you know, like myself. 
Well, you know, Meta, you you uh, you found a way to obviously carve your niche in the league. And like I mentioned, I mean, in 2010, I can't tell you how many times getting an opportunity to do the pregame, the postgame show, or do Lakers talk every Monday, just get an opportunity to talk to Laker fans. Like that 2010 comes up all the time. Um, your shot comes up all the time. Sasha's two free throws in the clutch, uh, you know, come up all the time. And, and you know, obviously uh, Powell and Kobe, just this incredible duo um, – I'll ask you about this, and I, I know this is a tough one. It's a tough one for everybody, but how um, how should people remember Kobe Bryant? Well, you know, I, I don't really know how people should remember him, quite honestly, because the only time I think about how people should remember him is when I, like, watch news, big topics on certain incidences that happen. So then I start thinking about... All right, we lost Meta right there. Man, that was... Uh... Not the time to lose Meta. Um, let's see if we can get him back on the line. We'll continue this conversation. A um, couple, uh, couple things uh, left for Meta, and also want to help uh, him promote X versus X Sports app. So we'll wait to, for Meta to call, uh, call back. Let's take a quick, uh, quick commercial break right now. Um, I appreciate you guys tuning in, and we'll try and get Meta back. Uh, stay right here. This is the Sliwa Show on Seven Ten ESPN. All right, want to uh, welcome back Meta World Peace. Uh, nice enough to join the Sliwa Show. Meta, th- thanks for calling back in, man. Thank you for doing that. I think the line had cut off, so thank you for doing that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, the phone just cut off, but absolutely. Um, so the the question that we were at, I know you were, you know, you were starting your answer. I mentioned to you, how should people remember Kobe Bryant? And you were starting to go into yeah. it. I'll, I'll let you continue. Yeah, well, I think like people should remember Kobe. Well, like I said, I don't know how people should remember him. I know how I remember him. You know, um, as someone who was just, you know, always trying to be best and to be the best father and be the best basketball player and the you know, person you could be, I obviously, have, you know, um, but I'm a man of mistakes, right? So I don't, you know, to, to me, it's just you know, things happen in life. You just always try to improve. You try to learn, you know, and that's it, you know. Um you know, it's people are, you know, just not perfect. And if you look at every genre or, you know, situation, whether it's a pro player or a doctor, you know, people are making big mistakes, you know. So just try to, you know, always try to bounce back. That's the, that's the key to life. That's the key to life. Always try to bounce back. But, yeah. Meta World Peace uh, joined in the Sliwa show. Meta, as as we look back, and I, I, I'm always curious to, you know, get your take, your opinion on certain players that are out there. There's a great story, and I think it was about maybe a week, two weeks ago, you talked about um, guarding Michael Jordan and not knowing yeah. that in one of your defensive positions, did you, you cracked one of his ribs? Am I right? Is that Do I got that story accurate there? Well, that story is not a story I put out there. So when it happened, you know, I knew that it happened. I knew that something bad happened um, when we was playing. We was playing extremely aggressive. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. but then the, the first story that got out there was that me and Mike had a fight, and I, and I, and I broke Michael Jordan's ribs in the fight. Like I'm like, who puts a story out there like that? Mm-hmm. So that killed me, and I stayed home for about two days. Um, and then Michael called me because I wasn't coming to the gym, and Michael was like, he wanted to make sure I was okay. I was really sad. Because Michael is my favorite player, you know. You know, he's I mean Rodman, Michael, he's like gods, right? Mm-hmm. So when that happened, I, I just I really was I remember being like sick. Um, and then Mike called me and said it's okay, things happen. 
But on the possession, you know, in that camp, Michael was amazing. Remember, Michael came back that first year, he averaged 25. Mm-hmm. That was the year I broke his ribs by mistake. So he was out for like two, three months. He had to heal. He wasn't really playing, right? But I thought he would average 35 if that didn't happen to him. He, y'all should have seen how he looked. Mm-hmm. LeBron, a baby LeBron was there. LeBron was playing well at a 16-year-old, 15, 16 years old, just playing well. Um, and it was, you know, so that's what happened. Me and Mike is aggressive. You know, I was one, and he, he, and he always asked me, he said, hey, and I was a young kid. He was like, hey, make sure you come back. Make sure you come back. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I was the only one, you know, yeah, yeah, a lot of all-stars there, but I was in his area. <laughs> you understand? Like, y'all know, mm-hmm. yo, I brought it. And he liked it. And in that possession, I was denying him. And he was holding me. So the mm-hmm. thing is with Michael, you can't let Michael get the ball. If you let Michael get the ball, he's going to score. So I'm, I'm telling you, you're denying him. To mm-hmm. denying him hard. And then the referee called the offensive foul mm-hmm. on him. You know, so because Mike had refereed at the runs. So mm-hmm. the referee actually called the offensive foul. But, but I didn't let him hold me. I moved his arm out the way, <laughs> you know. Um, and then my elbow hit him in the ribs. Um, but it wasn't, like, intentional. But, you know, um, uh, I love Mike, man. I, I wore his sneakers mm. against him which was the amazing. I also wore number 23 because of him and got defensive player of the year in his number. I'm just, you know, I'm just happy, man. I'm Michael Jordan at 23 was, cause that was my favorite player as a kid. <laughs> and, and, and you know, Meta, and you know, Meta, the reason why I asked the question, it was more because I was curious in your career. Um, look, you're known as, you know, one of the, one of the great defenders that the game has seen. And, um, it, it's such a uh, – it, it's kind of funny because there's the beauty on the offensive side and then there's this incredible beauty to the defensive side. And from a just kind of a fan personally, I loved watching your game because of that, right? You're going up against the greatest offensive players in the league, in the world, and your job's to try and stop them. What are – what are is there a player or two that stands out to you that um, – was just such a challenge every time you had to face that player when it came to guarding them? Uh, you know, Durant, Kobe. Durant, when I caught in the playoffs in 2010, he was very talented. But I was able to beat him to the spots when he needed to score. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When he, when, he, when he needed to score. And then when he got older, he got smarter. <laughs> You know, so I caught him at a good time. But he I, I remember him being really tough to guard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you had, um, obviously, LeBron. He's been so successful against me. I mean, the guy, you know, wasn't really prepared for that one. Um, but I had a few good games against LeBron. But LeBron's a great player. He's a great team player. He's smart. So, you know, you're not, it's going to be it's hard to stop him. You know what I'm saying? So, and then Kobe, I, you know, I have some good ones. But I look forward to playing against all these guys. You know, um, you got T-Mac as a Hall of Famer, Vince Carter. You know, in, in that era, you know, you had a Bruce Bowen, but in that era, you know, I, I'm honored to be I'm considered one of the best at doing what he did. Hmm. You know, um, so, I mean, you know, uh, yeah, I think, I, think I, I never really had issues with anybody. You know, people score. It, it happens. But in terms of, like, you know you're coming up against me tonight, you can't bring your B game and play against me. 
<laughs> you bring Metal. the game, mm-hmm. yeah, you got a problem. Metal World Peace uh, joining the Sleeve Show. I love the way you explain it too, and and you know that that's kind of when you when you name off those players. You know, obviously KD, uh, just simply Michael Thompson, um, who you know obviously uh, does the color for the Lakers, and back in the days, obviously playing for the Lakers and winning championships, says that KD is just arguably the most gifted offensive player he's ever seen. And and just because it's so effortless, right? But someone like you getting right up in him, I'm sure in 2010, KD was like, what the hell? (laughs) Who's who's this guy? No no question. No question. Ask Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade said in his little doc that the Indiana series was the one that made him think about things. And there was only one person that was there, you know, that was, I was there. <laughs> yeah, but, but the thing is this, like, the, the reason I love that, because I don't have, like, uh, awards, right, because of my career. I don't have, people got awards, so it's, like, it's easy for some people to not talk about the past NBA players because they got the awards. That's amazing. I don't, I don't have those, so I'm always trying to find something <laughs> that I can hold on to, which is the memories you know, and the players know like to share memories. Yeah. And the players know. You know, I, I'm sure you have yeah. an incredible respect from some of those players. Um, okay, uh, one one more question I want to ask you, and then I also want to talk to you about your uh, your app that you're uh, representing. Yeah. So, what one one more question on? Um, I, I want to go back, and I'm just out of curiosity. Do, do you have a relationship after everything that happened in Indiana with the Pistons? Do you have a relationship with Ben Wallace? No, no, nah, no. Nah, I mean, I spoke. I see Richard Hamilton, Chauncey Billups. Mm-hmm. I played with Chauncey Billups um, in, uh, I think, the Big Three. You <laughs> get a Big Three. Yeah, yeah. I've seen these guys out. I mean, it's like, they, they, they know when we played. You know, I was a little bit aggressive, and it was a, you know, it was an issue all the time. But you know, I, I mean, you get off when you're done playing. I, I don't it. have any of issues course. with anybody. Of course, so no, no, of course. Mm-hmm. And I know that was. Uh, those were that was a, you know, a time in the game where it's all on the court and that's it. Um, okay, so X versus yeah. X Sports app. Can you tell us a little bit about it, Meadow? For those who don't know, um, what what is uh, X versus X Sports app? And um, um, for those who uh, you know are hearing about it for the first time, yeah. Well, right now we want to help people that can't find basketball games find basketball games, hmm. and we have Geo Fencing in the app. Um, we, we try to help you at your skill level find a game. Um, and we have a, ma- uh, a map, a, f- a fencing map where, you know, you can try to find games 10 miles out or 15 mile radius or five mile or 100 mile radius. Right now, mm. people need to find basketball and all the states are not open right now. Mm-hmm. So you xversexsports.com. That's xvsxsports.com. And then you know you uh, just register, and it's, it's an application for basketball players. And we also we also have a feed, so you can connect and post videos of your games and your experiences. It's all sports. Um, so so, so Meta went build community. Wh- yeah. When when games start coming back and some of these gyms start opening, is the best way to explain it is like you said, it's kind of geo targeted. So they're going to know what area of LA you're in, for example. You can find rec games. You can find pro and semi-pro runs, uh, college-level yeah, runs, find, high school-level games. Thank you for uh, telling me, for reminding me about that. You know, I, I was thinking more from right now with COVID. It's just so hard to find basketball. But in terms yeah. of the actual app, 
Uh, you know, if you're a pro, semi-pro, recreational, high school player, college player, we, we try to find games for you. If you're in college, we understand that with the NCAA rules, you don't want to you know, mess up your eligibility. So we have games for two type of college players. The college player that is leaving, that's still in college, that needs to find exposure games, and the college player that needs to meet the NCAA rules. But then on the recreational level, we're going to make it really fun for you. You know, I love recreational basketball, and I, I feel like we want to give recreational basketball players a better platform to get some exposure. Um, you know, fun, fun exposure. You know, uh, so it's great. I'm really excited. It's basketball, and it's, you know, I love basketball. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm so into it. I got a great team, and I'm excited for it. So definitely visit us and, you know, send us an email. Register early because we're giving 2,000 people access in, in June. I'm um, sorry. Uh, yeah, first week in June, the first 2,000. And then, you know, midway through June, we're going to open it up for everybody. So thank you for that. Well, Matt, uh, listen, I, I want to say thank you as well. I, I appreciate you doing this. And, I, and look, I, I think we've been talking now for over 20 minutes or so. And I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate your time. And I know there's a lot of listeners out there, especially in Los Angeles, listening on the app. Um, that respect your game, respect what you did for the Lakers, and respect your career. So we, we wish you nothing but the best, all right? Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Good luck to everyone. Thank you, man. All right, that's Metal World Peace right there. The man.